tonight on episode 71. Milo, Ian and myself are convinced that having the most valuable Pokemon cards means you automatically win at TCG. Meanwhile, our man, the TCG shiny king, JT Valor, joins us to give us an idiot's guide to it all, or make us feel like idiots, I should say. Welcome to Incense Podcast. Guys, we've got a guest to join us on the show, but how are you all doing? Welcome, JT. Hi. And yeah, doing good. Going? Doing good, dudes. <laughs> Yes, we're going to sound like complete prats at the moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure later tonight. I also feel like I just got a lot of responsibility on my shoulders that I'm apparently going to enlighten you about the TCG. <laughs> Have you got an umbrella you could yeah. <laughs> lead, us, lead us with? <laughs> It's got a lot of holes in it, but we can do our best with it. <laughs> JT, what have you got yourself into? Did you let Mark think that you knew about TCG or something? Oh, no. He sent me a message saying, hey, you want to talk to us about the TCG stuff? And I was like, sure. That sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much where we are here. I didn't realize I had to do homework for this one. <laughs> so, so we're going to go easy on you, JT, because, you know, for our listeners, we like to keep things very basic here on the podcast. And you, you know what we're like. So we're going to be like asking you, what does TCG stand for? That's the sort of uh, level of intelligence. Let me just get Google up real quick. One second. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because the thing is, he doesn't know either. (laughs) I think it stands for the trading card game? Question mark. I thought I thought it was totally cretinous goose, but I mean, (laughs) honestly, that's a that's a very positive second. That's a really close second, I'd say. (laughs) It was on the list. (laughs) (laughs) Should we have a card game or a goose? What do you think, guys? Cretinous. Cretinous goose (laughs) (laughs) makes all the difference. But aren't all geese cretinous? Wow, Ian. Uh, I'm being, I'm, I'm being goosest now, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't want to get cancelled here. Mate, next, next time you come to Walpole Park, they will be all over you. All right. I heard what you said. <laughs> Disrespecting me. <laughs> oh, so last week was dissing oh, Ealing, this week we're dissing geese. <laughs> I watched um, this sequel, Maverick. I watched Maverick at the cinema the other week, and for a minute and I thought it was like Tom Cruise goose, you know, with the TCG. But Tom Cruise in Maverick, fucking amazing film. That was pretty good. It's not a film podcast. It was good, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, for all things considered, I was like, I don't really expect much from this. And what I got from it was... No. I would say, like, I was expecting a 7 out of 10, and I got a 7.5 out of 10, so thanks. Appreciate it. Like, season. since Incense is now a movie podcast, JT, what did you think about the new Jurassic World? I think that that movie had a lot of flaws. (laughs) I still haven't seen the new one yet. The only thing that I care about is the uh, the ending of the brand new movie where the T-Rex meets the other two T-Rexes from the second film they ever made. Spoilers. I was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, sorry. Crap. This is also a spoiler podcast now, just in case you didn't know. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Kenobi as well. We can be a TV and streaming podcast, too. Yeah. How it. does anybody survive being literally stabbed through the stomach with a lightsaber? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, take it easy. Oh, wait, that's right. We're a spoiler podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, it wizards. aired last Wednesday. If you haven't watched it in four days, I'm sorry. You're not a it's Star Wars fan. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on Stranger Things season four. Anyway. <laughs> Milo, do you want to spoil the new James May Our Man in Italy? <laughs> uh, I haven't watched anything, so I can't contribute shit to this discussion, I'm afraid, boys. Fair oh, enough. Milo. Shiny Mewtwo. Oh, first hey. one of the night. Hey. I is quote unquote. Did I win? It's a green shiny. You did win. It's all good. You did win. (laughs) This is going fantastic, guys. Fitting, boys. This is really good. Back to Pokemon Go. (laughs) Back to Pokemon Go. So we're going to kick it off. As we're going to move into the next part of it, we're going to segue into this. I don't know the fuck we're going to say. Right, you all. Throw down your. No, not your incense tonight. Get your Meltan boxes on the go. Do you like that? See what we've done there? Works quite well with the event that we've got going on. And we'll be sending you all that shiny Meltan look. Can you get yourself a Hunda? Can you get yourself a Shunda? We want some good stuff. Guys, I hope you've got your Meltan boxes at the ready, because I'm going to be having one going off tonight as well. Because if JT's got a shiny now... I don't actually have a sound effect for that. Just put the normal incense. They're basically the same. It's not an incense, yeah. is it? It's basically the same sound effect. <gasps> Dropper incensed box <laughs> pop an incense inside <laughs> jt no pressure you've got a shiny already so uh you're you're loving life at the moment but if yeah no i'm doing share... great also i used my box earlier today so i'm just gonna pop a normal incense <laughs> that's where the mewtwo came off isn't it yeah, exactly yeah he's already ahead of the game all the green shinies come <laughs> off a of green incense <laughs> <laughs> if anyone gets one, share with us on our social medias. Uh, it's on hashtag Shinies of the Week. Clarify the spelling, you twat. Oh, I like that one. Uh, that is S H I N I E S O F T H E W E E K. 
So let's jump into the TCG goodness or film goodness or whatever goodness we're talking about tonight. Kretzkis. Okay. So let's let's talk about something we all got some knowledge about, and, and that noise. was the adventure. With... Noise. She's <laughs> like noise. Milo's getting excited. Um, <laughs> sort of, I'm hearing my own voice. I'm not expecting it. We're going to talk off good things. Adventure week. Obviously, the event has ended, but we had a pretty good weekend event, or certainly an event on the Sunday. So let's have a bit of an open discussion between the four of us, guys. What do we think of adventure six days of a week? Can I have a- and that's why Coops isn't on this show yes god (laughs) we'll tell you what I'll start it off I think that this was a really good event I'd say it's a 7.5 to 8 out of 10 for me I think there were some things that they could have done better, little things, but for the majority of it, pretty solid. I think that they pretty much smashed it out of the park, especially with that last event. Like, that Sunday event was really good. Don't start me off. <laughs> next, Ian. <laughs> Go next. <laughs> Come on, Ian. The adventure week was really fun. I mean, it was really good. I mean, the shine just literally were, were crazy, but the Sunday research day left a lot to be desired for this person over here. Yo, it's okay. You're in a safe space. You can tell us. We'll get the sad violin music in. Over a hundred tasks and only five shinies. (laughs) You need that sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) Only five shinies. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Well, I, I personally loved the Sunday. The Sunday research day was a really, really nice little mini event. I did miss two hours of it by being asleep. <laughs> I only I only played from one o'clock till three o'clock, but still got thirteen shinies. Holy dooly! Out of maybe eighty research tasks or something. So yeah, I had a fun day. <gasps> had a fun day. Exactly the exact opposite of me that did the whole thing and got pretty much bugger all. That's because I'm an Ealing mate. Sorry. Should have popped over to Harrogate, go to the spa town to get your shiny on. Yeah. I should have done actually, shouldn't I? Harrogate. See Ian, but the thing is. JT, we don't do the North. Oh, is that, is that a bad thing? Am I bad? Ian doesn't like to acknowledge he's Northern. You see, it's the opposite here in America, so sometimes I get confused. <laughs> we don't do the South. If, north, if you live in the North in America, you're Canadian. Isn't that how it works, JT? Is that, is that pretty much it? I mean, maybe past New York. I think New York's as American as it gets, but anything North of that, whatever, we could just call that Canada. Yeah. <laughs> even, even Boston. <laughs> Yeah, Boston's Canada, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> New York City, Statue of Liberty, pretty much where that cuts off. That's where it's Canada. Petition to move the border. <laughs> Boston Red Maple Leaves. For all listeners from America that are north of New York, congratulations, <laughs> you're now Canadian. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> Enjoy your health care. <laughs> Welcome to the Commonwealth. We should be welcoming you into the Commonwealth, also, shouldn't we? <laughs> and here's your uh, how to speak French manual, because you're going to need that. Well, I like the adventure six days. It was great for me to get some shiny errands. I agree with you, JT. I'd probably give it a good eight and a half for an event. I thought it was... Um, the seven kilometre eggs were pretty good. I like the, the new releases in it. They'll be coming around in a research day next year, like uh, Bastion or Shieldon and Kranados did this time around. You can see the pattern there. Maybe they won't, but I'd like to think they will. But the Sunday, I played for about three hours. So I was in the middle of Ian and Milo, oh, literally. You were the filling in the sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, I was the filling. And I got a shiny shield on during the event anyway. So I got it when it was in the wild and that was my first one. But yeah, I was I felt your pain a bit in because like my first check shiny Kranazos, I was like, oh, I've got one already. And then I saw a lot of people either got loads of one and not many of the other, if any of the other. But it was fun having the jeopardy of two different ones that could come out of the um, researches. But JT, how many did you get, mate? Did you did you tally yours? I think yeah. I've got five Kranados and three shield on. So I've got eight shiners, I think. At the end I got six Kranadoses and I got 11 shield ons. So I got 17 in total. The third hour was surprisingly bad for me for some reason, but I mean, I can't complain. My first shield on of the event was a Shundo, and I lost my mind over it, so I was very happy about that. First ever research Shundo. You won the event at that time. It was a good time, <laughs> especially because that, that day started off so turbulent. Like, it started off with a Hundo Kranidos, which was great, and then the next one was shiny. I was like, of course, you know, that's just how it's meant to be. Yeah. yeah. little later on, I get a Kranidos that's shiny, and it's a 10-10-10. I was like, oh, great, this is, this is going real good. That was fun. And then literally the next batch had the shundo in it i was like okay you know this is perfectly fine i like this 
noise. Exactly. And then now the, uh, I would say, like, honestly, my only big issue with the event was one of the ultra unlocks being the unknown being a full odds. I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. But other than that, I think that the Tortugas and Archons personally should have been slightly boosted in shiny rate if you're only going to put it in decently hard researches and in seven kilometer eggs and not in the wild at all. But that's just a small gripe comparatively to literally everything else. Like, that's why I'm still saying it's like, a. I mean, I might even go up to an 8.5 as well, to be honest with you, man. Like, it, it was a good event. To make it a 10, I would have changed some things a little bit here and there. Gilly got lucky, didn't he? Yeah, he got both. And everyone only had a limited amount of eggs, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, let's not go down that street again. We've oh, this last week. I know, I know. No. Did anybody count how many shuckles and slugmas they got? Every time I saw a shuckle, I was actually thankful. I need shuckle XL. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, hey, everyone else is getting disappointed with shuckle air catch. And I'm like, oh yeah, purified hot note to level 50. There's another one! <laughs> Take the wins. Oh, God. <laughs> I hatched one shiny for the seven kilometer eggs, and it was a shiny Kranatos. Oh wow! Nice. <laughs> That's actually a shiny for the batch. Yeah. Yeah. Was was that before or during the uh, research day? During it was during oh, the yeah, research yeah. day. It was oh, jokes. It was jokes. That That's a good tip right there. If there's ever an event where a shiny rate on something is super boosted and you can hatch it, and if there's a limited selection, there's a decent chance you'll hatch that shiny, but you have to make sure that you get that during the event time. Did. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make sense. If you though. picked it up beforehand, it wouldn't have worked. Well, I got the Shundo as well, mate, so I got the shield on as well. Nice. And that was my last one of the events. You got yours at the beginning, I got mine at the end, so uh, Hell yeah. I'll be maxing that little one out and level 50-ing it, and that's going to be my next project. So, uh, Best like buddy. Grind, that Second one move. Shundo friends. Oh. Ooh, Shundo friends. Five. Yay. <laughs> yes! Yes! No, po- Poggers. <laughs> oh my god, he's actually got oh, a shiny Meltan. Pop your Meltan box, it works. Inside me. Oh, there we go. Clips. <laughs> Instantly clips. Inside. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. <sighs> That's probably good as a way to wrap up the adventure week. But good, I've got a shiny now, so I'm happy with that. So uh, well, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Thanks thanks for listening to episode 71. (laughs) Don't forget to smash the follow button. And if you really like it, join the Patreon or the OnlyFans. Either or works. (laughs) Queenie. (laughs) She should not know what OnlyFans is. Jesus. That's that's bad. That's bad. (laughs) JT, what do you think of Dino Com Day very quickly? I think Dino Com Day is fun. Finally, we're getting a pretty exciting Com Day. I know some people are a little upset about the value of a shiny going down, but that's kind of the cruel reality that I think everybody needs to grasp is minus 1%, not even 0.1% of the Pokemon in this game everything eventually is going to be easier to get. So I wasn't that upset about it. I knew it was going to happen eventually. If you grind super hard in raids and stuff beforehand, you're just basically trying to get it early comparatively to, you know, everybody else. Exactly. So I'm okay with it. I'm excited for it. More green <laughs> green dinos for me. I'm down. More green goodness. Maybe even a Shundow. Fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, I'm so good, so I'm going to miss it with you boys, because I'll tell you what, you're going to do like hundo checks, they're going to be popping up. We shall see. Right, so we're going like, to jump into the getting to know you section. So, Fucking just part- tell me about you, mate. Just what's, your, what's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you paused for me to play the jingle. <laughs> right, to cut him off. I did, I did. Sorry, I did, mate. I, mean, I thought, oh, maybe we're not doing it. I've, I've tripped us all up there. <laughs> 
I'm out of fucking sorts today. Sorry. Right, get back in the game. So we've spoken about gaming in the past. We're all different sort of age ranges, play different games. But I want to know, what's been your most painful or most agonising or just frustrating moment whilst playing any game or any game you invested time on at any point of your life? We're probably going to talk about Pokemon Go, but no, I want to go away from Pokemon Go, let's say. Um, does anyone want to lead the way here? The time I lost my Hondo Darkrai. No. <laughs> <laughs> I threw 28 successive... I think you'll find it was 47. <laughs> We've gone, guys. Successive I think you'll find excellent. it was nine, Milo. <laughs> I glitched the game and had more Pokeballs than ever. Me and Ian looked at it and went, you only had like, You heard me moan about it on the podcast and then watched it and were like, you lying bastard. You lying <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> what are you talking about? Most painful experience while, I guess, within a game. I'm going to throw it back to my PSP Need for Speed days. God, this is 2006, playing like a PSP version of Need for Speed Carbon. The challenge or the, the career in the game was to take over certain areas and basically own the city. It was called Own the City. And the third to last area that you had to take over was like this ridiculous level up from where you were in terms of cars and speed and stuff. And literally, I think I spent about two weeks trying to beat this selection of races to over to take over this area. You could have, I think at that time, you had like the best car in the game you could get was a DB9, but then they were in like McLaren Mercedes SLRs and stuff. You had to do some fluky fucking shits to beat those races. Every oh. time they'd sort of like just edge, like just overtake you at the end. Like, you fucking bastards! <laughs> <laughs> Infuriating racing on the PSP would definitely be mine, I think, Marky Boy. That area wasn't Croydon you were trying to take No, over. I'd be getting out of there. <laughs> Milo, I thought your most painful gaming experience would have been when you sprained your ankles by sitting cross-legged. Yeah, so, actually, yeah, okay, Mark, can we get some context and clar- clarify the question? Yes, you twat. Most, you twat in my case, yes. Most painful experience while playing a game or most painful experience as a result of playing like, a game? For me, yeah, for me, like I've got loads of... I've got loads of moments where I can imagine loads of game time Have spent. You sprained your ankle while playing a like, racing game as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first. That's definitely, I think a few of us have sprained a wrist, maybe, when we're playing a game. <laughs> Intense reaction. That is a callback to a very old episode, wasn't it? It was. I'm having a hard time coming down to like the hardest, but I remember playing that. Have you guys ever played Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, that's a while ago, but yeah. Like, yeah. Have, you, have you played it on Jedi Master Disc difficulty or like the hardest difficulty? I I seem to remember. I think it was on the PS3 or 4. I did, but I was shit at it. So I beat the game, but boy, was that just the biggest grind. Those Inquisitors sucked. Like. One lightsaber hit and you're pretty much dead already, which I guess is realistic, but also not in Kenobi, the TV series. <laughs> well, of course not. You know, those ones lightsabers bounce off of people's bodies, which is just beyond confusing to me. But <laughs> we're not here to critique a poorly written show. No. What about you, Ian? What kind of stuff have you had to do? I can't remember what one it was. It was some point in the probably late 80s, maybe early 90s, there was a little game, an RPG when I was playing on the Commodore 64, so this shows how long ago it was, called The Bard's Tale. The only save points in the game was when you went back to the Adventurer's Guild. Now, if you've never played the game, this probably means nothing, that the new Bard's Tale game that was out a couple of years ago is nothing like this. You'd have a, a team of characters and you'd have to battle creatures you get xp you build your team up the building strength and then you, you progress that way i'd spent probably a whole day playing this and built up the team and it was actually doing pretty well got to a really quite a difficult part of the game i can't remember when it was i think it's somewhere near the castle and literally there was this creature wiped out my whole team uh, which then takes you back to essentially the last save point in the game which was a very weak started team and i had to start all over again and uh, oh felt quite bad at the time i mean modern games there are a lot more save points in it back when games were in their infancy yet it was catastrophic and torturous when you literally lost all of the experience and effort that you put into a game and i'm talking when i say i've been playing it all day we're talking about seven or eight hours we're talking a long time and on one of those retro gaming machines like the Commodore 64, for it to actually stay alive that time without crashing or something going wrong, that was an achievement in itself. It was. That sounds really painful. It's a bit more rewarding when you actually fully complete it, though, in a game like that. There's more 
at stake. What about you, Marky? So, more simple terms, I used to have a Sega Game Gear, showing my age a little bit now. One of the Probably one of the, the nice 16-bit handheld consoles at the time. I think it was 16-bit, the Game Gear. I had Sonic uh, as the game that came with it and was getting better and better and better at Sonic, playing it, playing and playing it, and then realised that actually the batteries that you put in it, the double A's, didn't last long enough to actually get you to the end of the game. So, new batteries <laughs> in, started it, got to the sixth world, Batteries died. It was it was it was like I could have stopped it from happening. There was no like when you're out on the move, you can't plug it into the mains. <laughs> and it was like poof. <laughs> <You're> <sighs> like, that sucks. I liken that to going out to play Pokemon Go Community Day without a battery pack mm-hmm. on an old phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and praying. How long could it last? <laughs> Sir, plug anywhere, please. <laughs> Potato wires go. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a, a vlog, couldn't it? I play GoFest with no battery pack. <laughs> Or I play GoFest with a sack of potatoes. <laughs> this one's tapped out, throw it out. Okay, so when we're in Seattle, Milo, we're going to go to Walmart and we're going to buy you 20 kilos of potatoes and you can carry them around all day. Yeah, 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 because I'm built like a horse, aren't I? You know? <laughs> a horse of a man. <laughs> Lugging potatoes around. Can I get a picture, Milo? Well, sacks of potatoes. <laughs> so you have a potato. <laughs> They call him Potato Milo UK. Potato Milo UK rebrand. Oh, that, that needs to happen, mate. That needs to happen. <laughs> so do you just give those out for free or do they have to buy them? No, I think if they see me at a GoFest, it's a free potato. And would you be weirded out if they asked you to bite it? Oh, Milo, we could take a shot. You could sign the potato. Yeah. yeah. Sign the potatoes. Can you leave your teeth imprints in my potato, please, Please. Milo? Said like that would be weird. <laughs> Can you, can you do it slowly? I'll take a picture of you. <laughs> can I make a video? Put it on their Milo shrine in the middle, you know. This one has a little yeah. bit of saliva on it. This is the potato. We'll put it in a hermetically sealed jar. <laughs> we can clone Milo now from his saliva. <laughs> and then when you die, they'll clone you, but it'll be also part potato as well. So, like, a true... Oh <laughs> true it'll be a true representation then, won't true it? True Mr. Potato yeah. Head. It'll be a dual po- po- potato Pokemon and uh, fucking Ealing Pokemon. Oh, what a crossover! If you like that, by the way, Potato Milo UK. His merch link will be in the description below. Yeah, there'll be there'll be, and, um, there'll be a you new can link. get him mashed. You can get him fried. You can get him. <laughs> so many ways. You, you can get him with fried chicken Milo, and gravy. You love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> mashed Potato Milo UK with fried chicken and gravy. <laughs> Oh, do you know that also just reminded me of bangers and mash, <laughs> bangers and mashed Milo. Oh dear, ooh, ooh la la. I feel like we have to go somewhere else for that though. To be fair, I've seen Milo mashed. <laughs> See you next in Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. <laughs> Milo's, oh Milo's like, oh I've got bangers all around me. <laughs> That's equated to Coops' sound effect, isn't it? <laughs> the equivalent of oh god. Um. Let's get out of it. And now that We've beautiful all answered note. that, haven't we, boys? Scrabble out for gutter now. <laughs> Thank you, boys. That was a great round of questions. Any of our listeners, please share with us if you've had any moments of gaming which have like annoyed the hell out of you. So we're going to move into the first game tonight. One of my favourites, but Ian, you're going to show us the way. We're going to chase that tail. Pips has just got cock on the brain. There we are. Chasing tail. Chasing tail. Tail to chase it. Okay, so welcome back. <laughs> JT, have you actually played this game before? I have not, but have, have no fear. Not. I have watched many an Incense podcast, and I know how this works. So we'll go through Excellent. the rules, and I'll see if I can butcher them as well as Milo does. Okay, so Jason Taylor's Fuck word you. association <laughs> game. You mustn't pause. You mustn't <laughs> hesitate. Otherwise, you will get... Cock to the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just a meaty slap. <laughs> <laughs> the the name of the Pokemon that you say must start with the last letter of the preceding Pokemon. So the order that we're going to go with today is we're going to go with the order that's on my screen. So it'll be myself, Pogo Milo UK, Masterful 27, JT Valor. And Milo, your first Pokemon today is Azelf. Fletchling. Geodude. Ducklet. Litleo. Excellent. Oh, it ends with a fucking. E. I didn't. Oh, did I screwed up on that one. Oh. 
I'm so glad that I played this game. You did what I did and fucked up the last letter. <laughs> Do I get away with it because you guys kept going? You didn't catch well, it. Mark called. Mark called you out there. I was waiting. Are we all being too polite here? Fucking ends yeah, with no, it. No, I, I see him squirming over there. Like, what? How does he keep it's going? Literally, clarify the spelling, you twat. <laughs> that is G E O D U D. Sorry, I thought you said G O D. Okay, so JT, you get to start this one off. He gets off. Since you <laughs> screwed up. Yeah. I love how I was like, oh, I've seen this multiple times. I'm glad I screwed up like immediately. <laughs> it's normally me, so that's fine. It. it makes me feel a little bit better. Ducklet. <laughs> Tentacle. Litleo. Onyx. Xerneas. Sylveon. Warbat. Testicles. <laughs> Testicles. <laughs> what a great name. Wait, wait, what Pokemon did you say? He said Noibat. Noibat, Noibat. Ah, okay. And I stumbled. Okay, so my... Testicles. Milo, your Pokemon <laughs> is... Snorlax. Zatu. Umbreon. Natu. Use the family to your advantage. <laughs> Milo wins quite easily. Congratulations. Well, that game went just down the pan, <laughs> one by one. Yeah. Cock. Quite. <laughs> quite. Oh, an Owen. Fuck it, I'll swap you with the... <laughs> Our favourite. Unknown's one of oh, my favourites. It's my favourite segment. <laughs> so, Ian. Hello, Masterful27. I know you've just done a game, Ian, but I've got a big section here for okay, you. Let's do you go. fancy taking it on? <laughs> Ooh, uh, do you fancy taking this on, Ian? Are you the man for uh, this? I think I can cope with it. I think I can cope with do it. Do you think okay, you can well, take Ian, it? Ian, I'm going to give you a big one here. You have got the news. Is, 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 is the news. Okay, so this week's news. Pokemon Go is no longer supported on Android version 6. Let's move on. <laughs> That is literally it. <laughs> that is literally it. What was hysterical is like we were talk- Mark and I were talking about it. It's a 2015 system. Like if you're if you're running that system, how the- I don't know how the fuck you're playing Pokemon Go. Like you must be literally playing it like 10 frames per second or They're something. Probably just doing GBL and don't notice the lag. We watch Niantic support <laughs> doing it because it gets so much shit from it, don't they? I entered a raid and my game crashed and they go, fucking hell, Galaxy S5 user. If you see me in Seattle Go Fest and you're running Android, whatever it is, 6, I'll give you a potato. It will be better. <laughs> yes, because he will have like 40 pounds of potatoes there. We'll make sure of it. Weight or money? Like... Weight, 20 kilos-ish. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 40 quid's worth of potatoes. <laughs> 40 quid worth of potatoes. JT, you could take him to Target. You could introduce Milo to Target. Oh, sure. That'll be fun. <laughs> Mm, priorities better than walmart yeah I'll, I'll treat you to a super target how does that sound Ooh. Ooh. sounds quality Fancy. mate first thing i want to do in seattle no yeah. sightseeing let's go to straight target. to, straight to <laughs> target. there's a space needle over there who cares this is a target you know what normally my first <laughs> mm-hmm. thing is when i get to the states i'll go to walmart buy a cooler fill it with ice and then just put a shitload of water and cola in there and that generally why do you do the that back of the car oh that makes sense so you have like cold drinks on you at all times yes. i like that yeah I mean, he's not going to just do it and, and abandon it in the store. <laughs> yeah. Just fill it up just and for leave somebody it. To buy. <laughs> this is just for an employee to deal with later. I just do this to screw with him. <laughs> he's just going into fuck shit. <laughs> Some people like go to the supermarket, pick up a tin of baked beans and go, you know what, I'm going to put that with the bacon in the fridge just for a bit of shits and giggles. But Ian's going to fill a water cooler, put loads of ice in it, open it out. Stuff it full of coke and water. Love it, Ian. <laughs> Leave it at the checkout and go, actually, do you know what? Yeah, no, actually, I know what I anymore. Yeah. I'll just leave this over here. Put all and, this uh, work Customer yeah. service. Yeah. So, JT, is Target as great? Because obviously here in the UK, we've got, well, we had Woolworths and that's gone now. Um, what What is it comparable to? It feels like it's... Uh... Uh, I would say more like maybe a Tesco. I know that Ads does very much like a Walmart, basically. I think they're owned by the same mm. company. Uh, Asda was owned by mm. Walmart, but they sold them, I think, a year ago. Oh, fancy. Well, yeah, like, I would say maybe a Tesco, <laughs> remembering of these places, because it's been a while. <laughs> I think but, I'd uh, agree, actually, yeah. I think I'd yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, like... I used to work for a Target, so I already have, like, negative feelings about that store, but it's an all right spot. Did you ever see anyone get sacked on the spot? Because, like, over in the UK, we get, like, these sort of TV shows, like, yeah, 
they show you like management in these stores. I always remember like I don't know if it was a Target or Walmart or something. You know, I, I'm gonna paraphrase here. Someone had fucked up the end display on something in the shop. And, and like literally, like the regional manager was in there, and like, right, who's responsible for this? Oh, it's him over there. Like you can imagine, so I go, oh, he's the one who fucking told me to do it. He walks up, he just goes, that Somebody shit, you're snitched. fired. <laughs> so I never witnessed anything like that. I had seen things that caused people to get fired. One of my favorite things was, was the uh, somebody in the store was working the forklift thingy in the back, and accidentally, <sighs> with a big pallet full of stuff, knocked into the sprinkler system, and uh, it started raining in the back room. So that was fantastic. So I walk into the nice. back room, and it's just like it's flooding water, and like. Like, I just come back because I see everybody's gathering and the store, like the store manager, the one on the very top is there. And I'm just kind of like grabbing some towels to help try to like make sure that the water doesn't go everywhere, everywhere. And then I'm just standing there next to her and I go, I know this is bad, but this is actually kind of peaceful if you just listen to it. <laughs> she wasn't a fan. <laughs> she wasn't a fan of that. Every at all. cloud. Every cloud, you know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I, I said a lot of things in that target that I'm glad didn't get me in a lot of trouble. It was just like I would just quip on things if they went bad because I just didn't care anymore. <laughs> just like, oh, something's on fire. Well, at least it smells nice, right? <laughs> like, We're warm now. It's fine. Like, oh, man, the lights all went out because the power turned off for some reason. OK, whatever. <laughs> this is a great time. Oh. I was checking somebody out and all the power went out. And as in the middle of their transaction, and they said, did it go through? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> How do, am I supposed to know if it went through? <laughs> Everything just shut off. Tune in my psychic powers. <laughs> but you check your bank account, maybe you can actually figure out if it went through. <laughs> Good times. But yeah, Android 6. Android 6, no Pokemon Go. Get out of here. All that to yeah, that. Out of here. But in other news, JT Valent likes the smell of things burning. So And flooding, apparently. <laughs> Probably nice. an Android 6 phone running Pokemon Go, actually. Probably, yeah. Why is my phone catching fire? want s'mores? Let me pull up the game real quick. Go get the marshmallows. <laughs> Toasting marshmallows over a burning Android. <laughs> Do you think that would get you an Android sponsorship or a blacklist? That's that's the question. I mean, it's products like placement, but negative. So probably they'd hate you for it. Probably. But if you t- but maybe if you do it just right, Hershey's and the Graham Cracker Company and the the Marshmallow Company will be like, well, this guy's in. <laughs> this this guy is knows genius. what he's doing at least. This guy's a genius. S'mores. 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 <laughs> Marshmallows and Apple will be on you because you're you're disrespecting oh, yeah, their no, competitor. Apple will be all about it. <laughs> Toast more Android devices. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely a YouTube video. Yeah. We are. We gave four guys four S5s and a pack of Hershey's and they went to Seville, Safari Zone. Yes. Before we um, ended the support for Android 6. You need temperature. Yeah, and the mission. <laughs> who could catch the most shinies or who could cook the most Hershey's? That's it. There's the ratio. How many shinies caught versus how many marshmallows toasted in well, the optimum the thing, time? It? Apple <laughs> have never been known for their phone setting on fire, whereas Android have. I know it's not Android, but it's, then, yeah, it was a Samsung. Are you right? Yeah, yeah. Right, there were flight risk, weren't they? Was it one of the notepads, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, I think just so, like yeah. yeah. Something about the battery, right? Oh, God. Fun times. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> and, and, we this, really and this have. podcast is not sponsored by Samsung. If it's obvious. Right. Um, <laughs> not anymore, anyway. <laughs> we're going to go into that lovely spot. This is, the, this is why the shiny TGG king is here tonight. We're going to go into the main discussion, and we're going to talk all things TCG. With the Pokemon Go link up. Hang on, where's JT gone? I, I just see like a big. <laughs> He's got his Filofax. <laughs> his big Filofax. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I mean, open up the the Bible of Pokemon Go. He's about to give so us a reading. Sit, sit down and pay attention. Yeah, have you been ordained, JT? <laughs> yes, by the sacred church of the TCG uh, Church. Masuda himself ordained oh. me. <laughs> I'm just going to like do a little, not a big intro to it at all, but like JT, we, we like watching your content. I'm sure a lot of our listeners listen, watch your content as well. Thank you. <laughs> I like TCG cards. One of the problems is getting them in this country. A lot of other shops are starting to bring them in, so it's more likely you might get a pack or two now. But in America, and see where you live, I love the fact you've got a great guy, runs a brilliant business and Mm -hmm. get some amazing stuff in. You never see it like that over here in the UK. What's that feeling like and sort of what got you into collecting the cards to start with? So for starters, what got me into collecting the cards is the same thing that got me into Pokemon in general. And that was when I was like six to eight years old. My mother bought me a pack of Pokemon cards. And, you know, as that moment happened, the cardboard addiction began. But um, basically... 
it feels great going into those stores because I've always been somebody that likes card games. Like I like Magic the Gathering. I used to like um, Yu-Gi-Oh. I never played Pokemon, but I always collected the cards just like when they just came out and everything. So I enjoy card gaming and collecting, hence why I like Pokemon Go. It's another collection based game, you know. It feels great to go in there. And by the way, the shop that you mentioned is Big League Cards. They are a really great shop. And the owner, Neil, is a fantastic person. He's very kind. It's just really nice being able to walk in there because he definitely gets his hands on a lot of really cool stuff that I I don't even expect him to get his hands on. Like if you're into doing international cards like Japanese cards, he usually manages to grab those things, too. And I kind of like that stuff. I think it's really cool. Like, I don't know why when you see a card that's like in Japanese, especially because it's like from the the motherland, if you will. That's where Pokemon is from. So it's kind of fun to see that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to Pokemon, I did kind of stop collecting Pokemon cards for a while. And then when the craze started like firing back up, I was like, cool. Yeah, I liked this back then. Why not? We'll just dive back in a little bit. And it's been fun, mostly just due to the fact of, you know, do I get the rare card? You know, every, it's always that hit but hit of dopamine, I guess, when you finally get the uh, thing you're looking for. But I'm definitely excited for this new Pokemon Go TCG set because there's some cool stuff in there that I'd like to add to the collection. What's actually in that collection? I've actually been doing like fun little things. Um, I can't be too creative because money's limited due to GoFests and stuff, but... We're feeling that. I don't know if you guys had this in the UK at any point, but the McDonald's cards that they uh, did where it was like the 25th anniversary and they had the pack of four cards and you could get a hollow and... Apparently people were killing each other for those things, which was beautiful. I like doing things like this. I made a custom binder for them so it looked like a Happy Meal box. Nice. So they got the Pikachu from there and the Happy Meal. That's quality. On the inside, we got the McDonald's M's. I know this is very much visual for all you podcast listeners, but... And then (laughs) every one of the... uh, holographic cards of them in there. That was a fun one. I like doing stuff like that, but uh, I definitely like collecting certain sets like um, Shining Fates was something I just recently finished, which is a lot of shiny cards because I mean, I know I'm pretty much known for shiny. So I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Uh, Did you finish it off then? Did you get all the shinies, JT? I have all except for one. When I was putting it all together, I just realized I was like, ah, crap. I'm like literally one away. But luckily, I know somebody that has that one card, so I'll get that soon. I'm excited for this new set because there's some shiny cards in here that I kind of want to get my hands on. Shining Fates is actually what got me interested in them, if I'm honest with you. I think the reason it's probably not taken off, like we talk about the season, you know, like the Gen 1 cards that came out, the the first editions and that. They're the ones you see online where you see... Woolworth's employee clears old shelf that was there for 30 years, you know, whatever it is, and they opened it up and they found some old packs that have slid down the back and everyone's going, fuck these cards. And Leon Hart normally gets them, doesn't he? And puts them on his channel because he's got an amazing collection as well. But Shining Fates got me into it because I like the idea of the Japanese cards. I love the Japanese writing on them. And the artwork on some of these cards is stunning. Stunning, just stunning. It's like the sparkle around the shiny Pokemon. That's what got me into it. I loved it. And have I completed any sets? No, I haven't. Do I know how to play TCG? No, I don't. Would I like to understand it? Yeah, definitely. The Pokemon Go crossover for me now has given me that real interest to actually properly collect a set now. Have you seen any of the artwork for them yet? Oh, yeah. I actually have a page open right now of all the uh, full arts and like the rare cards. Some pretty cool stuff in here, especially the team leaders and Professor Willow. I kind of want to get those full art cards. Those are pretty neat. But what about you guys? How about you, Milo? You guys excited to collect some cardboard? Um, honestly, I, when I see, I think it's the full art cards and stuff. Some of the designs, some of the art on it does look sensational, and I can respect that. And like, I've, some designs have been made into T-shirts, which I have one or two of. So I love the artistic thing of it. But for me, I'm just not a big card collector kind of person. It's never appealed to me personally. But I'm not going to disrespect anybody who does it because, you know. People would laugh at me. I collect one eighteenth scale model cars, so each to their own. Everybody has their poison, right? Exactly, exactly. For me, it's rosé tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Lady petrol, mm-hmm. pneumonia. Uh, and I think, from from my point of view, is I have bought TCG cards in the past. I never really got the addiction and want and need to buy them and i think the the problem if there is going to be anything with these pokemon go tcg cards is going to be people that are buying them by the box and crate load so that the average consumer can't get them because they want to open like 20 million packs on their channel availability is going to be the issue i think 
Uh, and I think you've experienced that JT before when you've been looking for them. And- oh yeah, no, I mean, I understand it's the market, I guess, but I definitely am not a fan of like, there's a lot of people that like scalp, you know, they'll go to the store, yeah. buy a ton of these things, put them online for about half more than they're, they're worth or sometimes two times more, depending on the demand. It also just depends on the set. Like, the Shining Fates, I didn't bu- ever buy them at the rate that I saw some of them, but some of them, like a single ETB box, nowadays goes for about 75, usually maybe a little less, but unless you can go to a store and get it for 50 like it's supposed to be. But if you go online, back when they were like super hot, those things were going for 150 to almost 200 sometimes, and I refused to buy them at that amount because in the end of the day, I enjoy the collection, but I'm not going to put myself in like bankruptcy just over cardboard like if i can fit it in the budget i like doing it because i think it's fun you know i like opening up the pack seeing how you do with it kind of stuff like again i guess it's kind of like the dopamine hit of finding a shiny in pokemon go it's kind of the same thing it's walking around and oh hey look this worm is a different color worm Ooh, (laughs) that's kind of how it uh, boils down for me is I've always been a bit of a collector kind of individual, so I definitely for this set am more excited just because it's linked to Pokemon Go. But also, I think there's a missed opportunity of maybe there could have been something that if you buy a pack of these cards, it affects something in Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like maybe you get a free incubator or something. You know, I don't, I don't know, like a code card that you just type it in and it's a one time code use. Just so like there the normal. I don't believe there is. I've, I've looked it up. Maybe I'm wrong and I'm sure there's plenty of people that will correct me if I am. But I haven't seen anything in terms of anything to do with Pokemon Go other than there's this event that's going on right now. And then these cards come out basically almost when this event ends. Yeah. yeah, the beginning of July, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I hope there is in some way because we've obviously had the Professor Willow card that was released, right? Uh, you know, well over a year ago, and it's appeared at various was, events. Yeah, and that stuff. was for the Safari Zones last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they were handing them out. And you could get them, and then obviously they were still in Sevilla. And you could grab them there, so that gave you an exclusive research, which gave you Meltan and Ditto and something else, which is quite right. nice. So yeah, I, I agree with you. If there was some interlink between Pokemon Go and the TCG. That would be quite a nice way to bring them two together. That would boost a lot of sales. Yeah. I mean, super incubator if you get... Like, maybe there could be some rare code cards. Like, not... Yeah, like, here's one that'll give you whatever. Like, some Pokeballs. Cool. But maybe there's one that's like, hey, here's a freaking rocket radar. Here's a... You know, like... I would think that would definitely drive some... A lot of interest, because... Mm. And that would be a better crossover, wouldn't it? Rather than just like a dead event with the Kanto starters again. Well, I think you're forgetting dead event with horrendous lag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've not noticed it myself, but I've been seeing a lot of videos about it. Not great, especially the PvP stuff I've been seeing lately is kind of oh, troubling. People have been saying today that it's been unplayable. It's been very bad today. We could chat about the event. I've experienced it while being out and about grinding for some Mewtwo raids and stuff where I'll be kicked out of a local gym for no reason it was just like lag kick you out and then you have to like reload the game or wait five minutes and then try and get back in and then you're like right either the raid has been done by everybody who successfully entered or the raid battles timed out and everyone left and failed right but then when you reboot the game the game is just hanging isn't it it just doesn't load properly yeah sometimes yeah yeah I, i've had that for sure it's worse on remote raids though because obviously if you get booted out of a remote raid and i've seen people losing their pass because enough yeah. people get booted out that when you jump back in there isn't time to complete the raid before it despawns which is quite annoying but the, the pvp stuff is hysterical we talked about this actually when it was the mega battle day and it's still plaguey in some way where you'll get a move thrown at you a charge move given off by the pokemon that they've already switched to but you haven't seen that switch happen yet i've seen a lot of those videos but i I've yet to experience that one as well. Like part yeah. of me is happy that I haven't, but also I'm like looking at that going, that's great. Yeah. You mean to tell me that the I, the one I saw recently was an Araquanid yes. that said Lucario used close combat. And I'm like, wait, what? Like close combat. What's West? Just absolutely decimated the person's Registeel. Registeel. I was like, wow. Where the fuck's that come from? <laughs> A little worried as to like what happened because they said that like this whole, the whole point of the interlude season was that they were going to be working on this and that they were going to make PvP better by the end of it. Mm, and it's no no better at all. It looks like it's probably somebody forgot to put some code lettering somewhere. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's what we were doing, right? Half would just have three months off. <laughs> comes back with a suntan wait what were we supposed to be doing <laughs> yeah that's a giveaway isn't it we're meant to be focusing on this oh, oh shit yeah right 
Uh, I got a good tan though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's quality. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that it's just an easy fix that they could do, but we'll see. Yeah, and of course, the crossover events literally just started for you, JTC. Probably not played it very much, but what what are your initial thoughts? I mean, there's collection challenges. There's Meltans back. I think that there is potential with this event. I like the Meltan box. Apparently, it's supposed to be less time in order for it to be. Uh, re- refreshed like normally it's normally three days I don't know if it's now like two days so it's like every other day or something like that I'm not sure quite yet because I currently have an incense and it won't tell me until that incense <laughs> is over but uh, <laughs> the um so there's that I like that shiny Meltan is back and for two weeks no less so if it is every other day that's like seven to six or six to seven about Meltan boxes. boxes yeah yeah and it's way overdue it's been a long time as well hasn't it oh XL yeah candy as well I love it XL candies with shinies I will say that I opened my box today and I didn't have much luck but that's fine because I also saw somebody get like five out of one box which was nuts Fuck. so Mad. so good on that person forget your name but shout out to you and then uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> But um, yeah, I I don't want to be super negative, but it definitely does seem a little lackluster. But again, like I think that the TCG Pikachu being out there is kind of neat, you know, in the spotlight hour for it is that was the secret one for those of you who didn't know. So that's kind of fun that they're doing that just as a last minute. You know, if you didn't get the shiny, here's a whole bunch of them just in case the Ivy Soars and stuff like that in the wild is kind of fun for XLs. The Chanseys and Onyxes are good. I actually got a Hundo Onyx today, which is really neat. Nice. Well, the shiny, unfortunately, but that is a boosted shiny. So that, you know, could have happened. Is this something that can last two weeks and be exciting? That's where I kind of go. I don't know. I feel like they might be doing this on purpose as well, because GoFest Berlin is coming up very soon. So maybe they're trying to lessen it a little bit. And it's really kind of up to the player as to how much they're going to be grinding, because like you could go really hard for the Charizard, Venusaur and Blastoise quests, because those are free encounters with those. You're going to get guaranteed XLs from catching them. And they have about, I believe, a one in 64 shiny rate on them. I think, they I think are they're boosted. boosted. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. So you could technically really grind those out. But I've only seen two today. So and I've hit most of the stops in my area. So I don't they're definitely not as common as you'd want them to be. I think that this vent is kind of fun. There's a new Pokemon. Is it two weeks of excitement? I kind of doubt that. I'd say not. I'm I mean, with you. You probably need I'm two weeks you. to build up the candy for the evolution. Really not, actually. <laughs> I mean, I've managed to get my Galissapod evolved today only in about a five-hour grind session. Any sesh. normal person can't play it for five hours solidly. <laughs> no, but it, to be honest, you will get the, the Wimpod candy, 400 candy, sorted pretty easily because yeah. it's quite a common spawn. You'll find it a lot. It's in a very, very common task, spin five stops and gyms, so easy to get hold of. It can't be shiny, can it, Milo? It can't be shiny, unfortunately, but if you pair it with a level 2 mega candy boost on it it's quality but I agree with JT it's not a two week event it's very much going to become a background state of gameplay as an yes, OG yeah, player yeah. as all of us are OG players how many times have we sit, sat down and gone oh it's the Kanto starters how, yeah. how many times I'm sure we all have potential for a level 50 Hondo or whatever the top IV is that's kind of like something for the new players the new Mon is something to hunt for there's something to go for like Nummel in the wild only recently released at GoFest the Shiny and can be ditto so ditto is a lot more common in this event which is a nice extra perk yeah definitely if you missed out on the ditto event this is pretty amazing sorry go ahead we've gone from a decent event in the adventure week and i think we can all agree that the adventure was on the whole a good event we really do need some downtime because july is going to be fucking insane with two go fests there's two go fests for people that are attending but then we've got Dino Community Day, and then there's going to be the Ultra Unlocks from Berlin and Seattle at some point as well. I think realistically, this downtime is potentially needed. I mean, not every event can be a bang out. Yeah, they have to have some mediocrity. And like I said earlier, I mean, there is a bit of potential in this event in terms of like Chansey is very useful for both gyms. And if you want to be a horrible person, you can use a level 51 in PvP. Or small cup even. Yeah. And also dittos are everywhere. So, I mean, like it's not the worst event. It's just I would have liked to seen like what they used to do sometimes in the past with a two week event like this is there's a bit of a mix up somewhere in the middle, maybe different spawns or some extra stuff. Like I know we're getting more collection challenges, which is going to be interesting like a part two 
I get what you mean. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we had uh, was it the, the X or Y event last year, didn't we? Where it was like right, right down right. the middle. And mm. I agree with Ian, though. Like you can't have a banger all the time. That's just how it is. So occasionally you're going to have that bad event or a chill event. I don't even want to say bad event. Yeah, a I chiller think chill, event. Yeah, then, a chill event. Yeah, yeah. You can really not really worry about you too can, much. You can take it easy. Do your melt and boxes and do your Musu raids. Absolutely. Right. And again, those melt and boxes. That's fantastic. I, Huge I think that has to be a big part of this event, doesn't it? Really. Mel Methyl is, a, is really good in every league of PvP. It's pretty solid in the raids if you wanted to do some random raid counter thing. I think boosted shiny potential for that box. And if you're doing that level 50 challenge, it counts as catching five legendaries in a row with guaranteed, yes. with guaranteed XL. It does. Small little thing. If you want to get a hundo <laughs> in the future, if you're trying to like play for future goals, it does have a Gigantamax form. Ooh, so yeah. it is worth trying to get a good one. Fair there point. you go. Future prep. Okay, I've just checked. My mystery box access resets in two days. So it is 48 hours. Um, I like that. Sue has just got a shiny Onyx while listening to our live recording in the car. Nice. So there nice. we go. Another green That's another shiny. green shiny. Yes, you're nice. right, Mark. Another green shiny. This one's a disgusting green, but... <laughs> it's not a nice green, is it? But it's a shiny, it's a shiny green. on your poop snake. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> And moving on, I like that, Ian. Very, very true. So, yeah, I like that. It's a great little conversation around TCG. Yeah, 1st of July, they're going to be out there. People will be able to get their hands on them. So, we're going to go to our second game. Oh, my God. Yes, a second game tonight. But this is Milo's chance to host it. And we're going to go to Play Your Decks Right. Not for another fucking game. Play Your Dicks Right. Play your dicks right. It's been a fair while since we played this game, actually. Bear with me a moment while we think what the fuck we're going to do. <laughs> JT, get you going first, all right? All right. Question, is Clauncher higher or lower than Skrelp? Lower. It's higher. Damn. Ooh. So much for my redemption arc. <laughs> <laughs> That's two you bombed out oh. straight away. Immediately, ah, <laughs> oh, they're literally next to each other in the decks. We make this oh. game. We make this game deliberately difficult. We'll stick with Kalos for Marky Boy. So, so a recent event is Tyrant higher or lower than Amora or Amora, whichever way you fucking pronounce it. Um, fuck it out. I'm gonna guess lower. You are correct. <laughs> The T-Rex is lower than the anime Diplodocus. Cock. <laughs> Cock. I well, agree with Coops. On the, no <laughs> on the note of Ian pressing buttons on the soundboard, Ian, question for you is, Dedene higher or lower than Sylveon? Both fairy type. Um, Dedene is lower? It's higher than Sylveon. That's just unfortunate. Well, Marky Boy, you're the winner. <laughs> Congrats, Mark. That was Mark. a short game. There we go. <laughs> Coops would have almost liked that game, wouldn't he? It was, it was a, it was a it's short my favourite segment. It's not because we're in a short time at all. <laughs> nope, we fully just win that. But there we go. Marky Boy has won. Play your dicks right. Right, so, so I can't do um, the Count of Cousins because uh, Coops isn't here. So we're going to go back to our original You could do the pop duo. Count of Cousins with you and JT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Counter Brothers have brought their third brother along. Yeah, it's <laughs> imagine that. Oh, the Counter Brothers have got oh, their American cousin. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sounds hey, fun. We've got the, the Counter Bros and that cousin from the other side of the, the pond. Of the pond. <laughs> it's the Counter Brothers. <laughs> Yes, we are back. It's been a bloody long time since we was here, being very English because we've got an American here with us today. Isn't that right, Milo? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, we're out of practice with this. Uh, <laughs> very out of practice. We're going to be covering Mewtwo, which is in raids until the end of the month, June 2022, if anybody's listening to this in like 2023. But uh, Mewtwo, it's a psychic type, pure psychic type in. Yes, pure psychic type. makes it week two. It means it's week two dark. It means it's weak to ghost. It means it's weak to bug. Spoilt for counters already, mm. aren't we? We've got a whole bunch of mega shadows and normal counters. So shall we pass over to our American cousin for the first counter? Let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it, man. Hey, y'all, you ready for some good counters? Count me, boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> well, first off, <laughs> can I get a hell yeah? <laughs> now, to start off, clearly... Mega Gengar, pretty fantastic. You got yourself, Shadow Claw. You also can lick that Mewtwo if you want to. Either way, it works perfectly fine. 
And you can also use Shadow Ball on that Mega Gengar. It's fantastic. But remember, the Mewtwo does have psychic fast moves and possibly psychic as a charge move, which could be pretty terrible for a glassy cannon like that Mega Gengar, but pretty good. Yeah, Mewtwo will fuck that boy up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> now, I'm going to bring in a Pokemon here that's very dear to Milo's heart because he lost a hundo of this one. Darkrai fuck is you. a solid counter. <laughs> <laughs> Dark type move snarl, uh, and of course Shadow Ball. Preferable move setups that you can use Dark Pulse, but I think there's some weird thing like Shadow Ball's damage output outweighs the stab bonus of Dark Pulse on Darkrai. Let's talk about that. Are you still hurt over the fact that you lost I've got that three hundred? I'm fine. I'm fine. Trust me. I'm fine. It. <laughs> Another tears coming down that cheek. <laughs> Which cheek? <laughs> <laughs> in this heat it could be either one mate moving on swiftly we're going to bring it back to another mega mega I've been using which actually pairs nicely with the TCG event we've got for boosted Wimpod candy if you want to chuck in mega Gyarados dark water type and you can use bite and crunch on that bad boy but watch out for focus blast because that will fuck it up <laughs> that will fuck you up <laughs> Y'all can't forget about the origin form Giratina. Hell no. Shadow Claw. Shadow Ball. Hell no. It's so good. It's actually pretty tanky for most things because it usually can have Flamethrower or it could have uh, Thunderbolt, the Mewtwo specifically. Obviously, it could resist those things. But if you do run into a Mewtwo with Ice Beam, then you're fucked. Don't expect this ghost dragon snake thing to live very long. (laughs) It would be so thick afterwards. Well, it is cold, so usually it shrivels in the cold. But yeah. anyways, go ahead, Milo. Very true. Uh, and if you wanted to play, like, the D tier in terms of counters, Mega Beedrill is available in the game. Um, don't recommend using that under any circumstance, to be honest. We have given what else is available. <laughs> And since Mewtwo was last out, here's one that might not be an obvious pick, but Hooper is a solid pick. Unbound form. I think you can use either, but the Unbound would be the better of the two. And also, for all you memers out there, there's always the monkey. You can use Zarude, the dark and grass monkey. And it's got Dark Pulse, which is fantastic. Pretty much can resist anything except for a flamethrower or a focus blast. But, you know, whatever. Actually, listen to the recommended. (laughs) Since the recommended The recommended has improved slightly, but... Even so, it works to some extent this time. Yes, yeah. A few other bits. Oh, you guys are looking at that? I'm just going off the top of my head. I always just go like a real American. Just going head (laughs) on. See what happens. I don't know what these statistics are. What is this horse shit? But uh, another Mega, a Mega that Marky Boy likes, Mega Houndoom. Well, Mark is the Mega Connoisseur. I approve. In absolutely. I approve this message. I approve this message. But just watch out for Focus Blast once again. This is a dark type. The last one I'm going to throw in before I pass over to our American cousin is one that I actually really like. It's Chandelure with ghost moves. I hope you guys are shitting down for this one. Shitting down. Different kind of pick here. But do you all know the power of a Shadow Weavile? Currently, the top dark type attacker minus Megas. Very good pick. Get it with Snarl and Foul Play. Fantastic attacker, very glassy. It will die very quickly, but the amount of damage it throws out is good. But if you can't afford one of those, there's also Shadow Tyranitar, which is also very fantastic with Bite and Crunch. And a third option, just because we're talking about shadows, Shadow Honchcrow, which is actually better than the Tyranitar, but not as good as the Weavile. Very good picks, and also useful for a lot of other great things out there. Got another Shadow form here. Uh, I'll throw one in there that's going to be the budget, the best budget pick, really, is actually oh, going to be the last normal, one of the days, normal the last Gengar. One. If you Bring don't home. have the ability to Mega Revolve it, because Ghastly is a trade to evolve Pokemon, if you trade a Ghastly, you get a good lucky, it will cost you no candy to get it from Haunter to Gengar. But Psychic Moose will fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's kind of it. Preach, brother, preach! <laughs> So lovely to have the Counter Brothers and your American cousin with you tonight. That was a treat. Hopefully we we might have him back again to join you. So that'd be lovely. I'm afraid I don't have my passport, so I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) He's got his northern passport, though. That's all that matters. You can get around with that one. (laughs) 
<laughs> the north. You have to fly just over the north of the globe. You're only allowed there. <laughs> Can't get the sun in the south yeah, of the... Uh... If I can walk over the ice, then I can come over. But if I fall through, it's over. <laughs> you can't go south of the equator, JT. <laughs> so, we're going to go to our favourite section, boys. It's Shinies of the Week. Shinies of the Week. And for our first Shiny of the Week, it's going to go to Apex. Congratulations. After hearing the Incense podcast for the past three weeks, I finally got an episode. Hashtag nice. And managed to get this on Spotlight Hour. Hashtag Shinies of the Week. It is a shiny matine. It is beautiful. Huge congratulations. I definitely know how you felt when you got that. Noise. 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 Congratulations. That is an absolutely beautiful manta ray, and I hope that it had good IVs. But I'm guessing it didn't, since you didn't decide to show it to us. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out to a local lad at the Keen Brown. Helped some local school kids with a growler raid whilst out on an afternoon grind. Saw it was a shiny, but didn't see the IVs until after helping catch their normal ones. And sweet RN Jesus, I'm a good person. And it is a shiny Groudon, but the bad 98, the 14 attack 98. Oh, you got the Goku bad. Oh, yes. Goku bad. Indeed with the hashtag shown into the week hashtag incense podcast nice 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 so our next shiny of the week or shinies of the week because there's two of them was neil at incense podcast got these in back-to-back raids and just had to evolve the better one hashtag shine of the week two shiny timber back to back of course one's now a conkle door that's fantastic and that is just amazing considering i still don't have that shiny ggs man ggs so this one's impressive, actually. Arhaze683, hashtag Pokemon Go, hashtag Adventure Week, ended well for me. 17 Shinies, 10 Shieldon, 5 Kranidos, and 2 Onyx. Good day. Also, whilst listening to some Incense podcast and the Wayspotters as well. Anyway, um, that's hashtag Shinies of the Week. That's not bad going. I'm only joking. We love you, Wayspotters, boys. Um, that is phenomenal. 17 Shinies. It's a good day. Good show. That's a good in the mouth. Very... Shines of the week. My poll's got about four minutes left to run in, so we'll, uh, we'll chat a little. If your poll lasts for more than four minutes, please see a doctor. My poll lasts 60 minutes generally. <laughs> oh, my. It can be a big poll sometimes, JT, and it stays proud. Sometimes stays up I have a hard time at the bedroom, <laughs> but then I take Masterful 27. <laughs> With Masterful 27, the confidence in the bedroom is just skyfold. <laughs> Some would say it hits pill. the roof. It's a purple pill. <laughs> Take orally. Orally. Are they blue, Mark, Milo? <laughs> yeah, they are, but Mark's colour is like purple. I always give him the purple thing on the timeline, so it's a lavender. <laughs> and that's also the taste. <laughs> lavender pill. Nice. Or like aniseed. <laughs> and that's another advert on tonight's podcast. <laughs> Viagra sponsors tonight's episode. <laughs> Oh, you ever, you ever see that commercial for it where they're singing Viva Viagra? I'm like, wow, this is something else. Go never got that here. <laughs> <laughs> the closest we get in the UK is like at service stations when you're driving up up the motorway and that, and like you go into the gents, they have all like the um, like little posters on the wall, they have all the little clip frames above every urinal, <laughs> yeah. and like there's like some, some of the stuff you get, and like, there's one time, by the way, they all were like erectile dysfunction, like on every single one, and there's every guy keep Reading, I think it alternates. You can either go for the erectile dysfunction one or the one that's like Lisa Van or something. Lisa like, Van. I can I can honestly say I would never buy boner pills from a vending machine in a magenta toilet. <laughs> not in a UK <laughs> See, service station. That's just a We horrendous. have a really weird thing here in the States. Like it's not normal gas stations like 7-Eleven anymore or anything like that. But if you ever go to a gas station that's like just run by some dude, like he's selling a certain company's gas, but like the actual uh like store and everything is just their store. Man, you will see some weird things in there. Like remember seeing one that had like a picture of a rhinoceros and it was a pill and it was supposed to make you do better. And I was just like, what is this? I am not going to take that. Holy like crap. everything about this wall makes me think I'm going to kill myself if I ingest any of this. That is like, one hell of a horn. <laughs> anyway. And then poachers will cut it off and use it for something. What? Yeah, you'll, you'll get so hard that you'll be hunted by poachers. <laughs> Anyway, talking about things that are big and hard, I think I see something in the distance. I think it's... I whipped 
kept it out for a little bit tonight. Only a little bit. It needed to be aired. It needs to have a. It needs to be aired. It's a bit warm. A little bit sweaty. <laughs> a sweaty pole. Well, apparently my pole is ending. So Twitter, Twitter's always telling me we're nearly there. So I did a quick poll. We talked about Pokemon Go TCG. Will you be buying some? Was simply the question. I thought it was quite a nice, simple question out there. We had twenty-six people getting on my sweaty pole tonight. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. The sweat put them off. I mean, honestly, that's a it's not a bad number, dude. Congrats. <laughs> Cock. So, um, bottom line is, thirty-eight percent of people will be buying Pokemon Go TCG. Some great comments on this. Um, our resident um, artiste Nakeem commented on there. I already have one addiction to Pokemon. I don't need another one. I, I, I get that. I get that. I mean, when it comes down to Pokemon Go, it makes sense. Definitely. Adam Hayes said, "I've already pre-ordered close to a hundred pounds worth of the set." Rip. <laughs> little love heart faces what does that get you six blister packs is it jt for 100 is that how it works normally <laughs> uh depends on what he got but he should get at least maybe 12 plus depending yeah. on what products he got specifically Imagine, like if you got like one and all you had were like weedles in them like comda just like pokemon go with your starter congrats you've got the community day box <laughs> yeah. it's just the same card <laughs> weedle weedle Weedle, shiny Weedle. <laughs> this is the June 2020 Community Day edition. Community Day edition, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, and Apex has come in and said it's not for everyone, but I've already pre-ordered mine. But it'll be really hard to get. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right on there. An update, sorry boys, 34 people got on there at the end, so it was a little surge at the end. Um, but interestingly, mm. the the numbers have stayed the same. Last minute climax. Oh. God. So what was the split again, Mark? 38% will be. And 62% won't be. That's just unfortunate. I think as we're a Pokemon Go podcast, it's like people are swayed towards Pokemon Go. I think you're right. Well, that is it, boys. JT, it's been lovely having you here, mate. Thank you for keeping us in order tonight. I feel like you've uh, done a good job at that. I definitely kept you on track the entire time. There was no <laughs> point in which they ever had to edit this heavily because of anything. No time. This was the cleanest podcast. <laughs> but thank you for having me. I had a great time. I love hanging out with you guys. It's been quality. It's it been has. a quality evening. <laughs> it has been quality. I mean, there's some things that people will never hear, but it's fine. Anyways, hey, Coops, I miss you, buddy. Hopefully you'll be on the next one. He won't hear that. Can have a big black <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Why black did he say cock. that? Coops has just got cock on the brain. Spoiler, he's right. You're absolutely right. After that right, statement, mate. 100% right. So, um, thank you, everyone. That was a lovely episode. And it is done now. It is done. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. And certainly, Milo and Ian and their, uh, <laughs> and their pennies. We're in our salaries. We're our salaries. <laughs> <laughs> But please, 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 um, if you haven't done so, please hit that follow, subscribe button on any of those podcast platforms you listen to. Please also follow us on our social media. We do use Twitter and TikTok and occasionally Instagram to keep up to date with all the latest stuff. Another thing that helps the podcast in a big way is all the fantastic people on our Patreon. Big, big thank you to the people on the bronze and the silver tiers and a special thank you to everybody on the top gold tier. And they include Dom the Ragnarok, Connolly, Kerry and Zachary, Darby Russ, Martin2292, Agent MLI, Clifford Mert, JB, Tish Smith, and Hermes Ninja. The most important question, boys. JT got a shiny Mewtwo on the incense. I got a shiny Melton off the Meltan box. Did you boys get anything? No, I exhausted my shiny look last week on the recording. I didn't get a shiny tonight. And I don't think... I didn't get a shiny. No hundo. No nundo. I fucking hate that bonus. Quite. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. Well, that's good. So it's a nice split. Ian and Milo last week. Me and JT this week. So that is there lovely stuff. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Guys, thank you for being on tonight. I hope you've enjoyed this. It's been a great one. Thank you, everyone, for listening as well. Have a great week. Yeah, hopefully you'll survive a week of all this um, TCG event in Pokemon Go. But joking aside, it all leads up to some really big stuff over the next couple of weeks. So on that bombshell, keep hunting those Kanto starters. Take care, everybody. <laughs> I choose you!